1: Welcome back to America's Heroes Group, a roundtable with our partner, National Nurses United. Today is Saturday, June 18th, 2022. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day. June is LGBTQ plus Pride Month. You've heard our host during the break, Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Clay, we're on the co-host. Glenda Smith is our executive producer and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have our partner on the line, Adelina Marshall. She's a VA mental health nurse and we wants to talk about a warning about fatty livers, particularly in young adults. What's going on with that?
0: Well, I um, thank you for having me today on the program. I just want to let all our um, young men, young uh, black males, that um, we're starting to see an uh, increase in fatty liver among our population. And this doesn't have anything to do with alcoholism, but it has a lot to do with um, our health, uh, the way we eat, uh, not exercising. And it's also associated with uh, metabolic syndrome, meaning that if you're type 2 diabetic and that um, sometimes this is found incidental when they have other x-rays or things done. But I'd like to encourage our listening audience, uh, especially it's Father's Day, so everybody um, look at your loved one and their health during this period of time, and encourage them to um, be very aware that this disease is starting to show up among younger younger males uh, particularly.
1: Now, what age group are we talking about? Are we talking teenagers? Are we talking 20s?
0: We're talking 20 to 30, 40-year-olds, and those without any um, alcohol, um, alcohol history or drinking a lot of alcohol or anything, they're... Um, Alcoholics, certainly you are going to be concerned um, about your liver. But these are signs that occur. These are things that are occurring without uh, anyone having a history of alcohol consumption.
1: And so so people are clear, though, besides just gaining weight, what are some of the dangers of having a fatty liver? What are the health risks associated with that?
0: The health risks associated with that is that it can um, lead to cirrhosis of the liver and that can lead to death. And um, a lot of times um, people aren't really aware that they're having these issues, but some of the earlier signs of cirrhosis can be um, your skin is itching a lot, you, your eyes are turning yellow. Um, a lot of times you'll start seeing fluid accumulation in the abdominal area. And um, But this fatty uh Fatty liver kind of sneaks up on you because you don't get a lot of warning that this is going on in your body or things that you probably wouldn't pay much attention to, just that you may not be feeling well and, um, you know, you're just tired. So sometimes we just want to blow off some of those things, but we have to be very aware of what is going on in our
1: body. So you're not saying necessarily, not necessarily you may not be obese or, or look overweight. You can still have a fatty liver?
0: Right. You may not be obese, but if you are obese, uh, this is one of the things you should be concerned about. Uh, you may not be obese. It could just be due to um, the kind of foods that we're adding in our diet that uh, produce more fat and the fat's not being broken down uh, appropriately. Sometimes if you're a diabetic also, this is something to be concerned about because they're seeing it in um, type 2 diabetic. And it's, it's being viewed as a metabolic syndrome. So if you have diabetes, you have thyroid problems, um, if you go into your doctor, just have them to do a total workup on you to make sure that um, your liver is healthy.
1: So what are, what's, the, what's the guideline for having a truly healthy diet? I remember when I was a kid, he taught us the food pyramid. But then as I got older, they said the food pyramid really wasn't something that was a good idea to follow because it's not like a good idea to get a bunch of carbohydrates and eat a lot of bread and sugars and complex sugars and all kind of stuff. So what truly is a healthy diet for the average person? What should we be eating? Well,
0: the average person should probably just... Um, Eat more um, chicken and fish versus beef and things that have fat hidden in it. Generally, the beef um, that are the more expensive cuts of um, steaks have more fat in it, and that's why everybody looks for that fat that's intermingled there with that steak. Um, Not that you shouldn't have it at all, but you should make sure that you have more greens, um, salads, cabbage, Carrots, all of these things you need more so in your diet. So your food source, should your plate should have more of the green salad things on it versus um, potatoes. If you get potatoes, it's better to eat the red potatoes because that way your body doesn't break it down into sugar as quickly. And dark vegetables, dark fruits, dark breads if you're going to eat bread. Um, but I, I am slowly removing bread out of my diet. Don't even want it because it has sugar and a lot of processed mm. items
1: in it. So, what's your opinion on things like the keto diet, which is out now and really popular? It seems like it's the hottest, you know, fad diet right now, where you're eating mostly um, meat, really little carbohydrate. Um, is that is that something? But then when you mentioned about the fat, which is do you, want, you always associate fat with meat? But then some doctors are saying that fat uh, is not necessarily the enemy. I-
0: Right. Um, I know there are a lot of people on the keto diet. I don't discourage anybody from doing what they feel can help them get to a a healthier um, spot in their life. So, you know, I I can't comment on those diets. I do know a lot of people are using it. One of the things is to lose weight. So if it's helping you lose weight, then it's all good.
1: Is there a danger? Is there a dangerous diet where you lose weight, but you're not healthy?
0: There are a lot of diets out there, um, as, as it has been throughout history, and it just depends on the person and how long they're doing it. Most diets, if you follow it for a week or two and then go back to um, healthy eating, it uh, helps to balance out. Uh, there are people that will fast, too, and, um, you know, that's good, but you shouldn't be on anything for a continual period of time. And you don't want to lose weight too fast because then you'll put that back on and probably more. So if you just develop a healthy eating style, that would be the best recommendation I could give to anybody.
1: Now, one big, th- another big thing nowadays, and it seems like it's going to be the way of the future, is plant-based meats. So you have a lot of these these um, Beyond uh, meat and all these other different types of, uh, um, you know, I guess plant-based meat products, but they're not meat. They're using plants to make something that tastes like meat. Are these things truly healthy?
0: Uh, they're healthy if they're making it out of plant. Plant-based is very healthy. I myself has been trying plant-based cheese, um, just trying to get as much fat as out of my diet as I possibly can. But I happen to love cheese, and I bought some and taste just like cheddar cheese. <laughs> so uh, you have to read the labels and do the investigation on the product. But there are a lot of uh items coming out that taste just like regular items and it's probably more healthy for you. Mm-hmm.
1: I asked and that, I like, always No, the reason yeah. why I asked that question I is because cr- there was a, the Whopper that came out, the impossible Whopper. So the the Impossible Whopper actually has more calories than the regular Whopper. Which is a plant the Impossible Whopper is a plant based Whopper, but it has more calories than a regular meat based Whopper, which I'm not sure if I mean that's why well, it's a
0: question. Definitely. Yeah, you'll have to be aware of all that. Depending on what they cook it in, and if you know what kind of um, what kind of oil that they're cooking the foods in, and all all oil, some oils are healthier, but all of them have the same amount of calories. Hmm.
1: So, is it better to, to use something like a? Um, so, another thing we talk about, or uh, I've, I've been saying, I've been reading about, and I've been talking to some other people that in the health um, and nutrition and things like that they talk about the the danger of using oils. Uh, so, like, trying to get away from even things like like olive oil, they're saying, because like you mentioned, they all have the same amount of calories. Certain oils, like we we went from butter to margarine, and now they're saying margarine is actually worse than butter. So how do we, what do we so, what how, that have into our diet?
0: So scientifically, it's constantly uh, evolving. And I just think that the uh, listening audience out there should ha- to educate yourself. And make sure you read labels and see what'll work for you. I I use olive oil almost exclusively um, because it does help to lower um, the bad fats. But you know, people have to look what works for them. We just want to encourage them to, you know, eat right, exercise, drink more water than any other beverages. And try to practice a a healthy lifestyle to extend your your life as well as the quality of your life.
1: So what can parents do? Because I notice a lot of kids are not as active. Like when I was a kid, I used to love to go outside, love to play army in the woods. You know, like me and my friends would get toy guns and go, you know, hunting and stuff like that, whatever, pretend hunting, whatever. But now kids are playing video games all day long. So that's the big thing. The kids are playing these video games. So how do how, how does a parent get their child to be more active and learn healthy behaviors?
0: I think the best thing is to be a role model for your child. Learn to cut off the video games. Um, you know, they can play it for a certain amount of time, but otherwise they should be encouraged to go outside, take walks, ride a bike, uh, rollerblade, um, swim, swim. You know, take them to the park where there's, um, like, jungle gyms and stuff for them to play. And you teach them a healthy lifestyle. And that way they'll grow up um, developing a taste for certain vegetables and fruit, things like that, versus, you know, going to fast food stores and other, you know, you're in the grocery store and then you're, going down the aisle that those aisles should have a dangerous sign on <laughs> do not enter <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, was, I also wouldn't like to see more kids in team sports i think that's something that's really really helpful if kids can learn because i think because playing a sport oftentimes if you have a good coach they talk about nutrition oftentimes and tell you okay it's better to be a better performer on the on the field whether it's basketball court or a football field there's certain things you want to put in your body certain things you don't want to put in your body if you want to perform better
0: Yeah, I think team sports is also good for mental health because your child is learning uh, how to give and take, how to process uh, disappointment in life and um, how to seek out others to help them, uh, you know, like a coach. A a lot of the kids will go to their coach and ask questions. So a lot of times um, people are struggling, but they don't know how to reach out. To somebody to help them um with those struggles so i think team sports is is wonderful so, but also cross country running um, anything to get them out and get them involved
1: mm-hmm. and so now do you see people learning not to eat as much fast food and junk food like processed food like chips and things like that chips are like some kids love chips especially hot chips so do you see <laughs> do you see a trend where those might become healthier or people stop eating as
0: much. Well, I happen to love chips too, but you know what? When I go in the grocery store now, I haven't. I have other options. I can get yucca uh, chips. I can get black bean chips. There's a lot if you want that crunchy um, thing. I also will look for chips that don't have any added salt to it or low salt because uh, you know salt's a big problem uh, in our diet. So. Uh, actually, every day something else is coming out um, that will help you if you want to live a healthier food uh, lifestyle. Like, you don't have to just go to a health food store to find these items anymore. They're in major grocery stores and, um, you know, just buy every place you go. It would be nice if they put them in the vending machines and stuff to make things a little bit easier for people to get it. But it is available.
1: So you mentioned that eating uh, more um, uh, dark-colored fruits and vegetables is a, is a great start to try to put healthy things into your body. What would be like your top, say, five things that you would say, would say not to put into your body?
0: Salt, sugar, um, reprocessed items. You know, they take everything out and then they put it back into bread and um, only processed food, smoke. Smoke foods. Really? Smoke or, um, yeah, smoke items, yeah. Or, why is that? Uh, well, because they add a lot of salt to it, Just uh-huh. smoke and smoke. I, I once had a patient who was homeless, and he kind of brought that to my attention, that those are the foods that he get because he doesn't have uh, access to refrigeration. Hmm. So he'll buy, um, you know, like salami and things like that that won't readily go that is fast. So um, those are the key things is the sugar. Anything that says refined, I try not to eat. I'm, I'm not like a, a picky eater or anything like that, but I, I will try to avoid those things. If it's got refined on there, then that means they've taken things out. Even sugar, you get natural sugar, is better for you than refined.
1: Hmm. Now with breads, I got, uh, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. You're, you meant butter. See you broke your but buying butter. You're breaking up a little bit. If
0: you're buying butter, you're buying butter mm-hmm. look for the wrapping that has green on it, because that means it's from grass-fed cows.
1: So the wrapper has to have green on it?
0: Yeah, it, it indicates that it's grass-fed cows.
1: Okay. That's interesting. So how do you find um, – because I have a big problem with bread. I'm, I'm not a big bread eater per se, but – I just usually just pick the whatever the cheapest bread is off the shelf. That taste seem to taste pretty good because I have a hard time trying to decipher what is the healthy, the true whole grain bread versus the you know the the bad bread that has all this you know. There's not even really a whole grain, even though it says whole grain on the on the label, but you, you know it's not real whole so you, grain bread.
0: Your darker breads are better for you, and actually, rye bread is a very good bread to have because it doesn't break down to sugar as quickly.
1: Hmm. That's good to know. So, so rye bread, so there's a good thing to eat. Um, if you know it's whole grain, maybe a whole grain, dark whole grain, like pumpernickel. I'm guessing because it's dark, it's a dark bread.
0: Yeah, yeah, all of those.
1: Wow. So where do you where do you see this, this trend headed? Do you see more? Do you think it's going to continue for kids to, to keep getting these fatty livers?
0: Um, if they don't change their lifestyle, yeah, we're we're starting to see it. So. Once the um, health care industry um, starts seeing a number of things that you normally don't see, um, it starts to be a problem. And generally, um, our community is more affected a lot earlier than other communities um, just because of the things we like to eat and the money that we have to spend on that. So you have to monitor and try to buy things on sale. And that will help you to stretch your dollars.
1: Hmm. And then do you see the food industry, because in my opinion, I may be more cynical about it, but I think the food industry is constantly pushing or trying to sell us that they're giving us healthier food, but they're really just giving us cheaper food, probably something that's easier for them to sell. So do you think that the food industry is actually evolving and starting to give us more healthier options? Because, like I said, we have the plant-based meat, but then there's some studies that show that plant-based meat is not actually any healthier than this regular meat.
0: So I think the industry, like any other industry, will um, listen to the demand of the people. And that's why we're having a lot of more healthy choices available to us at mainstream grocery stores. So the industry is going to go where they see they can sell the most items. Like your your major companies that that manufacture Coca-Cola and Pepsi, they now have uh, bottled water. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to lose that market share to other companies that were producing bottled water. So they're they're now have their own brand of bottled water.
1: So what can we do as consumers to try to be more proactive in trying to get the companies that produce our food to make health, give us healthier options?
0: Right. I think um, if as we as a people demand these things to be available to us, then the market will make it so.
1: So voting with your dollars about not buying stuff, or, but then you have to be more educated. So you got to figure out, you know, what types of things maybe are not good That's, for me.
0: Yeah. More educated. I, I look at the, say cell phones in the beginning, they were so expensive and, and you know, the, um, Carriers are very expensive and now the cost is dropping on that. So I think the more educated the public becomes and the more demanding they become, these companies will, um, listen, I, I've even seen, um, green beans now offered in the aisles where chips used to be.
1: Hmm.
0: So it's coming out there and, and I think they are hearing the public demand.
1: So do you see, um, this is a question, I guess it's a uh, nail in the coffin question, because I want to know if you have any idea if you ever see vegans with fatty liver. Uh,
0: I don't know, but I do know that there are people whose bodies will um, not process fat um, sufficiently so that uh, your cholesterol levels, can go up and everything so i i know people who are pretty much are vegans but they have the same problem but i think also they have to exercise and then um you know it's not a lot but there are some whose body is not breaking down the fat the way it should be broken down wow
1: so you're saying that sometimes, even if you're a vegan or you're eating nothing but plants, I mean, you're trying to stay away from anything that's animal-based, you still can have a risk of gaining fat or getting, um, or, or, or gaining Yeah, weight. you
0: still have a risk of, of all of all known health issues. You still have a risk of health problems. It just minimizes it. Mm-hmm. You still have a risk of cancer, but the better you eat, the more exercise you do, the probability of that happens decreases. But it doesn't mean that it
1: won't happen. And also, last but not least, can you clarify for us, like, herbs versus salt and pepper? So some people use a lot of seasoning on their foods. How do we separate the, the healthy seasonings from maybe the things we want to um, lighten up on as far as seasoning our food?
0: Um, I don't, you know, a lot of the seasonings have salts in them. For, so you have to be mindful of that. But I find that even just some chicken broth goes a long way to season food. So a lot of things that we want to put in is just because of habit or how we were raised. But growing up, um, especially those that are older, uh, we didn't have the education needed to start our life out in a more um, healthy manner. But now um, people are more aware of it. So hopefully it'll decrease, but just be mindful of the salts and things. Um, I was watching a program the other day and they were showing all the season. They were putting garlic salt. They were putting this salt and that salt. And they were adding flavor, but they were also adding a lot of unnecessary salts to the food. Wow. So- I do want to um, address the, the conversation we had last week um, about abortion. Mm-hmm. And we have, Discussed about being on um, maybe, what the federal government would do. And so, just recently in the last week or so, they have um, had conversation by making this available on government land. So that's something that to be followed. Um, of course, no decision has been made yet, but um, you know people are preparing for a negative outcome. So
1: that's what we're hearing. You're hearing that there looks like it's going to be overturned. So no, yeah. <laughs> so any final words? What what's the last takeaway we need from to the, the know about fatty liver, especially with, with kids? What do kids need to be doing?
0: The last takeaway is you don't show your child love by overfeeding them and not feeding them the proper diet. A lot of kids who are overweight are uh, because the you know the family wants to, they're not planning. Um, their meals out and, and doing things that are convenient. But the bottom line is love your child. Don't feed them to death, but feed them healthy. Get them out there if, if you have the time. I know a lot of parents don't. But if you can, if you can plan, um, plan out your dinner, plan out, have conversations with your kids, let them pick out healthy choices um kids are very bright <laughs> they, yeah. they're on it so you right. know trust your child
1: trust your child i believe that right, Adelina marshall thanks for your time we appreciate the information you're giving us and parents make sure you feed your kids healthier foods fatty liver is not a joke it's something that's coming up with these young kids